Philanthropy. It's all about giving to the causes that matter to you the most and making a real difference in the lives of others. But is this an activity that is reserved just for the super wealthy? Or is it possible for the average person to become a philanthropist? What cause tugs at your heart that you wish you could provide funding for? Is there a way right now to live your dream with purpose? These are the blaring questions this podcast will explore. You'll hear from people that are making it happen, how they're doing it, along with tips, techniques, and ideas along the way. Prepare to get inspired, motivated, and learn as you step into the dream of living your best life with purpose. My name is Nancy Landa. Welcome to Cause Talk Radio. My guest on today's show is Ms. Dawn Earhart-Witt. Dawn is an entrepreneur, author, award-winning international speaker and philanthropist. Dawn's mission is to inspire people around the world to find their purpose and live it. She is a certified life coach and the founder of the Desire to Inspire Foundation, a nonprofit organization that connects with communities around the world to break cycles of extreme poverty. Dawn has also penned several books, including B, which imparts an important message about perseverance, purpose, and putting kindness out into the world. Though she's involved in many projects, Dawn's most proud of her role as a mom to two daughters. Nurturing their hearts and spirits drives a deep desire to do the same for children everywhere. And Dawn is doing exactly that through desire to inspire and purposeful trips around the world, providing much-needed assistance in the form of clean water, education, clothing, food, books, and love. It was after her first trip to Africa that Dawn fell in love with the community there and saw for the first time what she wanted her life's work to be. Today, the foundation is in the process of building two community centers that will combine real-world training with transformational life coaching principles to help people discover and use their talents to support themselves, their families, and communities. Prior to following her passion to improve the world, Dawn held a number of leadership positions. She served as PGA president, NCLLA founder, chapter president, court-appointed special advocate, big sister, public works commissioner for the city of La Canada, Flintridge, and many others. She attended Cornell University and earned certification in animal assisted therapies from Harkham College. Dawn recently received an honorary doctorate in humanitarianism from the Global International Alliance. She is the 2021 Women of Achievement Ms. Elite Southern California title holder and was recently appointed as chaplain of the USA Ladies of All Nations International Group for California. Through each experience, she has learned a great deal about leadership and the importance of inspiring people to greatness. Dawn is regularly featured across all forms of media, including MTVRock.com, iHeartRadio, Well World TV, The Balanced Doctor, The Naked Truth Podcast, Nora Guma Magazine, writersinterviews.com, the BS3 Sports and Music Show, Indie Music Discovery, arrainofthought.com, and more. In addition to helping others through coaching and her foundation, Dawn is currently working on her B books and B line products, as well as her recipes for B in series. She's also raising money for her Paths to Purpose sustainability projects in Africa. No matter the challenge, Dawn believes in Pamela Leo's words, children need at least one person in their life who thinks the sun rises and sets on them, who delights in their existence and loves them unconditionally. 
Wow. Welcome to the show, Don. Wow, Nancy, thank you so much for, for having me. It's such a pleasure to be here with you. That is the longest introduction I've ever had for a guest. So you're pretty special already in my book. But let's go back a few years. What was life like for you growing up as a young child? Uh, you know, I'm the oldest of three children. I grew up in a small town in Worcester, Ohio. Um, my mother is an Indian woman from Trinidad. My father was a German man from Ohio. Um, you know, we're pretty middle class, just, you know, very suburban um, existence. And when I went to college, I went to college in New York just for a semester. I didn't graduate from Cornell. But um, after that, I, I stopped going to school because I thought, you know, I wanted to be a psychology major. I wanted to be a psychologist. And when I started thinking about what does that look like? What would that actually look like every single day? You know, like listening to people's problems, you know, patient after patient. And I just thought, you know what, that doesn't feel good. So I thought, you know, I want to take some time off. I want to, you know, work a little bit, you know, kind of understand what the world's like, and then maybe make a decision about what I want to do. And, um, you know, being from Ohio, coming out to California, California has always sounded really good to me because I am not a cold person. So I moved to California. I worked a little bit. I met my husband, had my daughters. And, uh, you know, then I was a stay-at-home mom. I know this is a long answer for that. But, and then, you know, after my girls were older, I asked myself, now, what do I, what are my hopes and dreams? And uh, I started down this path of doing this work that I love doing in the world. And it's just been a magical ride ever since. So who would you say had the greatest influence on you as a kid? Oh my gosh, that, you know, certain teachers, you know, my parents, my grandmother died when I was very young, my father's mother. And then my grandmother from my mother's side lived in Trinidad. So I didn't get to see them very often. So it was really just me figuring stuff out. And I joke with my friend all the time. I used to say, you know, I used to look at the Disney princesses as my role models. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, you know, but I think everybody has an impact on you, you know, whether it is how you, a a way you would love to be or something that you're like, "Mm, I don't really, I don't really dig that. So, you know, everybody influences me. So when you were in high school, that's when you decided you wanted to be a psychologist and pursue psychology? Yeah, it was always fascinating to me. It still is. Yeah. I, I always look at it from a marketing standpoint. When you look at commercials, you have to look at why they're saying what they're saying and what they're trying to instill in you as the viewer. And there's a lot of psychology in that as well. Yeah. Everything's about psychology. Yes. Right. I I was always really fascinated about, you know, why I always want to help people. And I would see people, you know, doing bad things, you know, serial killers, you know, and I was just like, what makes somebody go so wrong, like so much in that different direction. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it just became a passion trying to figure out what makes people tick. Yeah. (laughs) Now, every accomplished person has had struggles. Tell me about your greatest struggle. Oh boy. You know, I mean, I was married for almost 30 years to a wonderful man. You know, our paths grew apart as, you know, I got married when I was pretty young and um, our paths started growing apart and, and seeing myself through his eyes. um, 
I didn't have a lot of self-worth. I didn't realize that I was special and that I had something important to bring to the world. And so getting, realizing that coming to that realization was, you know, that was a struggle my whole life, not understanding it, not knowing it Mm -hmm. and realizing it has really been very transformative. Well, now you and I talked a little bit before we started Mm -hmm. um, recording. And so we're going to do something a little bit different because I have all of your, your links and we're going to put those in, in the, in the show notes, but it's been really heavy on my heart to get my listeners to start thinking in terms of their own purpose. And mm-hmm. if, if they haven't got, don't have any idea what their purpose is, I, I believe there's a time coming when money is not going to be an object for any of us. It's not going to be an obstacle at all. So I want you to start thinking, um, what would I do? if money were no object. And typically when somebody asks that question, it brings the answer pretty quickly because it's something they love. It's something they're passionate about. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. I mean, that's one of the first first things we are taught in life coaching is that we have been taught to dream or make our decisions, our visions, create our visions based on um, very stringent criteria. And when we take the limitations, yes, the money, the time, you know, we think, oh, we can't do that because, you know, this would cost too much, or I don't know enough. Or when we take all of those limitations out and we just dream like a child does, yes. a child doesn't say, I want to be an astronaut. And he, but, but at the same time, they don't say, well, you know, but I've got to go to school and I got to do that. No, they're just in the dreaming phase. Yeah. So you take the money part out and you say, what would I love to do? Not what can I do? What would I love to do if there were no boundaries? Yes. Yes. And that's how you start the dreaming process. That's how you start figuring out your purpose and where your passion lies. I was talking with a friend of mine the other day and, and I know that in the past she's done a lot of work with horses and she's in the process of kind of rebuilding her life now. And we both are in agreement about what's coming, you know, that financial woes are not going to be a part of that. And humanitarian things are going to, it's going to be plenty of funding for humanitarian things. Um, when I can't tell you, but I know it's coming. And so <clears throat> I said to her, I said, why don't you do something for these kids that are coming out of the trafficking stuff who are so broken you could do horse therapy with them, couldn't you? She goes, oh, yes, I could. I could. And by the time we finished the conversation, you already had a name for her, Carousel Farms. I love it. And she was so excited. And it was exciting to me to be able to light that fire in her once again, because she's been kind of in down in the dumps a little bit, you know, and I think a lot of people are right now because what the heck is going on? It's not political. And people want to make it political. It's not political at all. There's changes going on that are affecting not just those of us in the United States, but people all over the world are watching. Absolutely. In horror. (laughs) You know, um, since I started doing my work in Africa, which is about four years ago now, um, I just remember thinking, Africa is rich in so many resources. Yes. These people are such soulful, beautiful, 
amazing beings. Why? Why has this poverty been there for forever? And yep. it doesn't make sense to me. It shouldn't exist. Well, they're they're considered a third world country, right? A continent. Yeah. Right. Third world continent, but filled with third world countries in within that continent. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Okay. It's been yes. a third world continent th- filled with third world countries as long as I've been alive. When did it become second world? <laughs> Is there such a thing? And and that shouldn't be. It no. shouldn't be because they have all the resources. Yeah. And and I still don't know all of the answers, but I don't think, I think that there are some people that maybe don't have the best intentions that have been controlling things from yeah. a higher level. And um, I hope, I, I, I'm, I believe, I have faith that that is changing and I'm seeing some things change and I feel the energetic shift in the world too. It's yes. a collective shift. Last year at the beginning of 2020, I did an interview and they said, um, Ooh. they said, um, I, they said, what do you have? What do you think about 2020? And I said, you know, 2020 is perfect vision. So I think this is the year of perfect vision. Now this is months before COVID. You know, when the world went <laughs> to crazy land. Um, but I started thinking about it and I thought, you know what? I wasn't wrong because I think we started seeing things a lot more clearly than we have been seeing, you know, the veil started getting lifted off of a lot of different things, whether it is, you know, what is, what is actually happening in the world and also, you know, what is important in our lives. Yeah. You know, we think certain things are important, but when we boil it down at the end of the day, you know, the people that we love, our families, our friends, that that is important, being there for each other, helping each other through. So it was the year of perfect vision. I was not wrong. And then this year, I feel like it's going to be a perfect year. I think a lot of things are happening that are going to just, uh, the world is going everything. to be I see, I see transformation coming. Me too. Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's exciting. It's an exciting time to be alive. Especially when you find your purpose and you're so excited to work. I I could work on my purpose all day long in designing because I love to design things and interior design, exterior design, garden design. I love all of that. Colors and and shapes, you know, and, and textures. I mean, that's just my thing. I love it. And so I am excited to build this big, huge garden in my front yard that's going to help um, provide for the local food pantries, you know, fresh produce, which is not likely found in many of them. There's such a beautiful purpose. And I, and I, and I'm just so excited to get it started. I just can't wait, but every day I do something on that. Yes. It's, it's like that's taking a step you know. at a time. That's when you know, that's when you know, you know, the thing that you would do if you didn't have to do anything. Yeah. You would want to do this. You live to do this. You get up every day thinking, I get to do this. That is, that is purpose. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's a little different than what I had envisioned 14 years ago when I bought this place. Um, And I did have a garden in the front yard. It was like 30 feet by 40 feet, but it was, you know, tilled up soil and you know getting down your hands and knees to do the weeding and stuff no this one's going to be more inclined to me now with raised beds 18 inches off the ground so there's not a whole lot of bending over and stooping down on the ground I can sit on the side and because it'll be nice wide 
boards that are built with. So I'm just excited. I love that. You know, I, I, there's a video that I have, somebody made this for me and they put my pictures with um, this, this person talking about finding purpose. And he said, you know, once we find our purpose, the the next part is to give it away. So all of those passions and dreams and desires and talents and things that make you so excited to do, you're doing those, but you're also giving it away. You're helping somebody else with those gifts that you were given. And that is the key. Well, I kind of envisioned on families coming here to my my garden because I also have a greenhouse and allowing them to get involved and and do together as a family you know taking care of the plants and putting seeds in the it doesn't have to be all just me working it yeah the more you can teach somebody else how to do something then they maybe be inspired to have me design a, a little garden for their home and I would love doing that Oh, I can't wait to see where this goes, Nancy. I know. I don't I don't have all the answers yet, but it is sure a lot of fun putting it all together. Yeah. So well, that's the exciting part, right? You're figuring out the pieces and the path starts appearing in front of you when you start taking those steps. You may not know. That's another thing people think, okay, well, I've got this very big dream, but I have no idea how to get from here to there. And it seems impossible. But you have to understand once you make the choice and you start taking the steps resources will come your way. Connections will come your way. Opportunities will come your way and it will start appearing in front of you. You don't wait until the financial part is out of the way. You start taking steps right now. Whatever you can do now, you should do now. And it's going to lead you down this path because you're not going to be able to see the 16th step down the way until you've gotten to maybe step 14. It's kind of like going down the road, you know, an old country road where there's no street lights, right? All you can see is as far as your headlights will reveal. And there might be a turn in the road that you're not going to see until your headlights hit it. Right. But by faith, you continue driving. Exactly. And it's okay to take a different turn sometimes. Sometimes we have to pivot. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it doesn't look exactly the way we thought it would. And so we have to be flexible and not think we failed because a lot of people think, well, I failed. I give up. And I think the only time you actually fail is when you give up. Well, the other thing is make your dream as big or bigger than you think you can do. Absolutely. Because if it's, if it's doable right now, it's not a dream. It's not big enough. <laughs> it's not big enough. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So what else can somebody do to recognize what their purpose is? Do you have some tips on that? Uh, you know, start writing, start just journaling, start taking notes, asking yourself the big questions. You know, what do I love to do? What makes me super, super excited? You know, what would I do if I didn't get paid to do something? You know, would it be hiking? Would it be drawing? Would it be painting? Would it be planting? You know, I I love being a mother. That is my favorite thing ever, whether it's loving my dogs or my children, my children in Africa. That is what I love doing. And so I, my children grew up and I was like, I still love my children, but you know, they don't need to be mothered anymore. So to get to nurture children that don't have a mother, just it, 
is it nourishes my soul. So yeah. ask yourself those questions. What are those things that make you so happy? And not what you're good at, because, you know, we're, we can be good at a lot of different things. You know, that's part of the list, but it's more about what you, what brings you life, what makes you excited, what brings you happiness. That's what you start tapping into and, you know, then start saying, what do I do with those talents? And once you figure out what that is, whether it's playing basketball or um, you know, drawing or singing, how do I give that, how do I take that talent and help make other people's lives better with it? Exactly. Cause that's what I was, I was going to say that um, oftentimes when we're not sure what our purpose is or what our gift is, because we all have gifts given to us by God. Mm-hmm when we start serving other people in certain manners, and this is one of the principles that at my church is, you know, we all serve in one capacity or another it might be in music. It might be in welcoming people and hosting events. And, and it, it might be a parking lot attendant, you know, helping people find a spot to park. It doesn't really matter, but as long as you're involved and you're helping the community, you're helping a group of people that need it. And there are a lot of people, it's not hard to find people that need help. It's not. Oh, you know, I, I always say when, when people ask me, you know, is there one final thought that you want to leave our audience with? And I always say, you know what, you don't have to go to a foreign country and feed people. You don't have to do major, major, major things to add more kindness to the world. You know, every single interaction we have, whether it's customer service person on the phone, the, the grocery store cashier, you know, the mailman doesn't make it make a difference who or what the interaction is. We always can bring our best selves, say yes. smile, say hello, you know, make them laugh, compliment them. You know, we can all add more kindness to the world just in every interaction we have. Absolutely. Absolutely. And with that, it makes you happy when you can yes. impact somebody else's world. And even in the smallest way, if you can get somebody to smile at you, mm-hmm. you don't know how much that meant to them. They may be going through hell on earth right now, but the fact that you took the time to give them a smile yeah. makes all the difference in the world. Yeah. So how we can impact our local community is just as important as how we can impact communities around the world. Like you and I are both involved in communities in Africa, and that is wonderful, and it's a passion of mine to help Pastor Charles along his journey. Any way that my board and I can help him, we do. But at the same time, I have a community and a responsibility here at home as well, Mm -hmm. and providing Mm -hmm. food that I've grown fresh out of the garden. To me, I I get the biggest kick out of it. I grew that. You know, I don't. I had to put it in the ground. God grew it. Yeah. But I just get the kick out of seeing that grow and produce fruit that is edible. I mean, that's just the coolest thing. And I grew up with a family garden, so it's not news to me. It's just, it still fascinates me. Mm. I love it. Well, see, clearly you have tapped into your purpose and you're doing it. You're doing it to be of service to others too. So you're, you've got both of those check marks, check boxes checked. Right. Well, and this podcast is is a purpose as well. It's giving people like you a voice and, and a platform to talk about what you're good at, what you how you can help them and how you are helping the world. So, you know, I, I look at life as being multifaceted. Mm-hmm. It is. And 
finding several different purposes and several different talents that I may have is a great thing. But all you need is one to start with. And then others seem to kind of pop up along the way. Indeed. Indeed. So, John, how can my listeners find out more about you and support you? Um, You can go to uh, www.desiretoinspirefoundation.org. You can see pictures of our beautiful children on that website and learn about some of the work that we've been doing, ways that you can help. Um, And we also have a shopping site that is, there's a link to the shopping site on Desire to Inspire website, but you could go directly to the Beeline products and it's the B-B-E-LINEproducts.com. And we have some pillows and shirts and some amazing photos taken by my friend Davis, who lives in Kenya. He's an amazing photographer. (laughs) I'm sorry. Um, And we have a skincare line coming out. We've got some candles that we're going to add. And that shopping site is specifically to help raise money for the foundation, the work of the foundation. So that's why it was created. That's why it exists. And it's just, you know, to spread more love in the world, reminding people, you know, be kind, be love, be genuine, be strong, be happy, and be inspired. These, If we all lived into those words, we could live our happiest, most fulfilling lives. Absolutely. And then that energy is contagious. That is how we lift the world. I love it. I love it. All right. I'll be sure to put those uh, those links in the show notes for you. Dawn, it has been such a pleasure having you on the show today. Thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to be here with me. Is there anything else you'd like to share before we go? I just, I am tremendously grateful for this opportunity and I cannot wait to talk to you further about the work that you're doing, the sport that you're giving in Uganda and see if we can make other things happen together. I would love to invite you to come back on the show again. Maybe you can be a regular because I think what you have in you needs to be shared more and more. And the more we hear from you, the more we learn for sure. Thank you so much, Nancy. Well, folks, if Dawn has inspired you today to start your own life's purpose, or maybe you'd like more information about her foundation, listen carefully when the music starts, so you'll know exactly what to do. Hey, thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode and were inspired by the content that was presented. Don't forget to click the subscribe button to be notified as soon as new episodes are available. For more information about anything on today's show, head on over to causetalkradio.com. Click on the podcast link to locate this episode's post. There you'll find all the information covered on today's podcast, including links for easy navigation.